It's annoying. Life is fleeting. The monster takes its toll. Just listen closely. Won't be very much longer. I've got to take control. I feel I've gone through a mind warp. Drinking sweet tequila when a lemony buzz would hit me. The neurologist is calling. Let's do the myelin warp again. Let's do the myelin warp again. I just tip to the left. And then I fall to the right. Put your hands on my hips. Pull my body, body back upright. Some just think we're nuts. They may think we're insane. Let's do the myelin warp again. Let's get a yearly MRI again. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of Under the Call of MS. And if you can't figure out where that song came from, that little parody, then you've been hiding in a dungeon somewhere. That is from Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I have been nightmarishly tortured with my wife watching every day for at least the past month after she gets home from work. So I picked up the trade paperback and checked it out, and it is basically exactly word for word scene for scene of the movie itself that has been around for a very long time as some know that it's uh, basically became a cult movie hit back in the day uh Uh, it's fun if you haven't read seen the movie it's a great read give you the basic same exact feeling and concept that you get from the movie it's got tons of extras in it talking about a super fan and what he did and what they did for him there's profiles throughout the back, uh, all the songs are laid out word by word in here. It's just a very nice, organized picture for anybody that's into the Rocky Horror Picture Show would like to get more. It's just your basic comic book adaptation illustrated by the longtime comic writer and artist Kevin Van Hook. He's done Bloodshot by Valiant, Oracle for DC. Uh, but yeah, it's just basically the same exact layout. You get to see your Tim Curry and everybody in there. Uh, 
basically if you don't know the storyline it's uh, on a wild and rain swept late November evening somewhere at an empty stretch of road outside Ohio's Mary Denton blissfully affianced prudish boringly innocent young pair Brad Majors played by Barry Bostwick in the film and Janet Weiss played by Susan Sarandon find themselves stranded on their way to visit an ex-tutor instead the couple will inadvertently unearth the cross-dressing Dr. Frankenfurter's little uh showing that he has of his newest creation that he made after his failed creation, Eddie, played by Meatloaf in the movie. Uh, didn't work out, so he makes a new creation. But uh, it's a fun story. Tons of music. Uh, check it out if you have been hiding under a log and have never heard of it. They still do special showings to this day where everybody gets dressed up and the different characters. Uh, then I wanted to throw this little bonus pot out because I never got through all my Halloween comics that I wanted to talk about. So I figured I'd just quickly go through a few of the extra ones over this week that I didn't get to and so I can at least get the my opinions out there on them. I came across the Z Nation number six. I love the movie, the series, or not the movie, the series. That was on for years and has ended. Uh, I hope they still come out with like a finalized movie or something in the future. But the comic books are wonderful because it's a whole different storyline, different characters, at least in this issue. They didn't see anybody rele relevant to the to the ongoing series. I really like the way they depicted these different characters in here and what they went through. I hope to come across a bunch more of these so I can see the rest of them, but I even get in here a zombified whale and stuff. So it's it's fun watching this one. It's This one's mainly based out in the ocean and stuff on a carrier, on a ship. But, uh, yeah, if you like Z Nation and you're bummed out because the series ended, this is your opportunity to get more from it. And personally, in the past couple of years of reading the comics, I've been having way more fun than watching any of the series or shows. So, just checking out some more of those. Then I picked up a very strange one that I bought because of the cover. I love the cover. You got two rabbits and a kid by his bowl of cereal and 
the one rabbit shoving the other rabbit's head into the bowl of cereal to drown him. Called Tommy, the serial killer. Issue number one. Basically, what can you do when you find out your imaginary friend, your pet rabbit, is a serial killer? And you're the only one who knows. Oh, and you're seven years old. And nobody believes you. That's Tommy's reality. This is the second printing. Okay. But it's starts out pretty pretty strange. <laughs> the rabbit trying to stick some icy hot into Tommy's butt to torture him, but then his guardian or mother, not really sure. I assume it's his real mother comes in to the room and finds Tommy with two fingers full of icy hot about ready to stick him in the rabbit's butt. <laughs> gets very strange. Well, very strange. Even stranger from there as you read through this comic. So it's hard to really tell if this is going to end up with a storyline basing that this kid was actually a serial killer or if the rabbit actually is the serial killer in this run. But this is issue number one. So, of course, you're not finding out too much beyond that. And uh, people die, people get tortured. There's all kinds of interesting stuff that happens through throughout this comic. It's just, I, like I said, I bought it because I love the, the cover of it, which I do with many of my comics. I buy them because of the covers, which, again, with this next one, I got Man-Thing. Number one, the newer runs. This is from 2017. Uh, reason I bought this one is it's got a venomized man thing on the cover walking through the swamp. Uh, I just like the way it looks. I had to check it out. But here, I was kind of falling more. I've mentioned in our Crimson Color Comic Club podcast that been falling more towards the man thing side of creatures where I used to be a big swamp thing fan but now I'm starting to thing I'm starting to enjoy man thing more because more of the comedic comedic aspects and stuff from whereas swamp things a little more serious uh but now this this runs going a whole different route now because up until this point, I didn't think Man-Thing could speak. And in here, the scientist learns some ways to get himself to talk. He's acting in movies and stuff in here. So I don't know really how to take this run yet. I'm going to have to get a few more issues, see where it's going, see why they're going this route. But... Other than that, it is a good story, but I just I was kind of surprised to see that he's they're taking that route and going to where he can talk, be more sociable, and more, be more involved in the natural world with it, with his abilities and stuff. Even though everybody still 
hates him because he looks different. Stuff they got always come down on. The big, ugly, scary-looking people. Just treat them like crap without getting to know them. Then, one last one that I have for this grouping is I picked up Wolf Moon number one. This is done by Bun, Han, and Lowridge. Again, I bought this because I like the cover. It's a transformation of a female with a reverse transformation of a wolf coming out of her skull. Uh, it starts out with some murdering of animals, attacking of people, and stuff like that. Find this wicked werewolf out in the boonies, and it's just, it's more on a basis of a thrill kill than an actual kill to eat, so it ends up slaughtering a lot more than you would ex more than you would expect in the do you expect in the hunt for their kill and not just kill for the thrill but it's basically a new brand of werewolf carves a bloody rampage into this collection of wolf moon uh, how do you hunt a werewolf if a different person becomes the monster with every cycle of the moon dylan a former victim of the wolf's transformation is taking it upon himself to track the sporadic movements of the wolf in hopes to kill it. Uh, Dylan's got claw marks down the side of his face. Uh, you instantly assume he was attacked by the wolf, and that's how he ended up where he was, where he is. And it goes into all that, and the village hunting the creature, and him hunting the creature, and you get to see a lot more of the creature, but you don't really find out where the basis of the creature is and all that in the first issue. So, of course, you got to get more and get the more complete run. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to go deeper into this one also and see where it takes us. But We're coming across that time of year still. We're end of the year. Everybody's going to be doing their little working out, quitting things, change, trying to change their life. But most people that do it on New Year's Eve make their plans and try and start a new routine on New Year's. The majority of us fail when we do that within the first month or so. So it would be good to probably start some of these things now. And thing I want to talk about is quitting smoking. Uh, good way to just quit and stuff. You can try these different things to help you kick your kick the nasty habit. Just seek support. Every state has an 800 quit now helpline that connects people with web sources and cash coaches and smartphone apps. You can also visit smokefree.gov or ask your healthcare provider for referral to a 
local cessation program have friends and family encourage you and keep you accountable which it can and can't be good i i made a bet with a friend of mine a hundred dollar bet that i'd quit longer than him and i felt so bad for the poor bastard because he comes into the bar one day sits down and just lights up while i'm pouring his drink and I'm like, hey, what's going on here? It's like, yeah. <laughs> you win. Hands me my hundred dollars. Uh, poor guy, his wife left him. So, <laughs> kind of hard to quit smoking when something like that happens. A big event in your life like that, you just basically gonna smoke a lot more than you did before then. But I felt bad for taking the hundred bucks for that type of win, but that's a bet. <laughs> uh, create a plan for light or infrequent smokers. Making the home and car smoke free could be enough to encourage quitting. For people who smoke a pack a day or more, a combination of behavioral therapy and medication may be required. Consider nicotine replacements. Talk to your uh, doctor about nicotine patches, gums, lozenges. Do not use e-cigarettes while on nicotine replacement therapy because you're still getting forms of nicotine and stuff. And too much in your system. Several medications such as Chantix and Wellbutrin help reduce cravings and withdrawals. You can try behavioral therapy, which trains cessation. Counselors can help identify triggers and ways to overcome them. You can find group therapy sessions online, especially because of COVID right now. There's tons of group group organization things for everything for your alcohol or drinking, smoking, relationship things, all that, your doctor appointments. There's just so much stuff offered online now because of COVID. You can combine, combine different approaches. Whenever you combine therapies, it increases your chances of success. You can commit to quitting all together and once you formulate a plan, stick to it. Don't be changing it around, jumping off it, stuff like that. It's best to pick something you're willing to try for a long period and stick with it. Uh, I was told by one of my regular doctors that after 12 to 15 years of quitting, your lungs start to repair the damage that was done from smoking in them. So that's. A huge plus if you can get any type of repair from all the issues we've had, all the damage we've done with our smoking. I and I basically my story was yeah, I tried many times throughout the years to quit and always ended up back to it. But I stupidly did it. I'd replace smoking for chewing or 
which you're still getting the nicotine between the chewing tobacco and stuff. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, I've gone to, I've done the oral fixations with toothpicks and stuff like that to suck on, uh, you do the Kojak way where you're sucking on lollipops. I tried, I did cigars without inhaling, but you're still getting that urge put in your system. So one day, I mean, I was up to smoking up to two to three packs of cigarettes a day because of running bar restaurants. You're just sitting there lighting up, taking a hit, setting in an ashtray, walking away. And thankfully now they don't have smoking allowed in those atmospheres. So that helps a lot with trying to quit because it's no fun standing outside, especially when you live in Wisconsin and stuff in the winter states or wherever. And you got to stand out in that cold climate. It's just miserable. And I know different work environments, they have little smoking centers and areas you can sit in and smoke. But a lot of the bars have their little smoking porches and stuff. But I think nowadays would be a very easy way to quit. But the way I did it, I had to shoot darts at a specialty tournament. And we were there for fr- probably at least 14 hours just drinking and smoking. And I was ready to go home. Everybody else was still partying. It was late at night. I'm like, tried to get a ride back because it was about the town, about 15 minutes from our town. And no one wanted to head back yet. So I said, screw it. I started walking. And. Once I got in the country, I started walking down a back road towards our house. And I just smoking and just started tasting like crap. And I was just done with everything for the day. And so I wanted to get home and just crunched up my pack, said, screw it, tossed it, and gave up smoking from that point on. Quick cold turkey. Uh, I did a lot of toothpicks. I try to chew on veggies and stuff like that. That don't really work. Uh, chew on gum. That might help a little bit with the oral fixation and stuff. But my biggest triggers were... Oh, like coffee and alcohol are two big ones that every morning with the morning coffee is always tasted so good to have with that cigarette. And when you're drinking, cigarettes always taste good. So I pretty much for the first couple months cut caffeine and alcohol out of my life and did it all together with the cold turkey quitting the smoking and it's somehow I ended up making it through it and it's just I wish I would have wrote down my quit date and it was stupid enough not to do that because I don't know I probably assumed that it wasn't going to last long and I'd just end up back to smoking but it's got to have been over 15 years by now for me since I quit but I did smoke for 
dad from 12 to 12, 13 years old was when I had my first cigarette that the neighbor and me smoked on the side of his house that he stole from a family member. Uh, I smoked probably from 13 to 35 around there. So that's good 20 plus years of smoking. I started out with menthols, went to the Marlboros and Camels, the regulars, and went to the non-filters, all that. Of course, once the price hike started back in my day, it was a struggle just to unpack for a few bucks. But uh, get the big old can at the backy and rolling papers, roll your own. Uh, personally, with today's day and age with the legalization of marijuana in 30-some states, medical or recreational, it's like better off smoking that if you want the smoking effect and not have to worry about having any side effects other than a little nervousness or whatever but uh you're not going to damage your lungs and your body like you are with cigarettes you had to smoke something that would be better they have all these closed cigarettes and all that stuff out there too personally if you stick a smokable item in your mouth it's going to probably still give you that urge that craving to have the actual cigarette this day and age the amount of money you gotta pay for cigarettes i can see way better ways to spend my money than that i couldn't couldn't do anything this day and age if i was still smoking on what i live off of so i know for a fact that it would have destroyed a lot of things i am very happy and within and my wife didn't smoke, but just being around it, she always had colds, would always get sick and stuff. My dog even was coughing and <laughs> having issues here and there. And within a couple of weeks of quitting, they both were showing signs of being healthier and happier. So and that alone is worth it to make your loved ones feel better. But. See a lot of people whose parents die of cancer related to smoking, and they sit there and took up smoking at an early age because they were on it their whole life. And what the matter anyways? Because secondhand smoke, you were basically in a cloud of smoke twenty four seven. So, so yeah. Uh, remember to check out our other podcasts if you want some other comic book talk or some who knows what talk check out our crimson color comic club podcast get your audio version and itunes and many other platforms or check out our youtube channel and get the video versions and you can also get the same with our under the cult podcast 
where we talk about whatever randomly that's more adult version and crimson cowl comic club is more friendly family friendly uh check those out hope you enjoy hope you have a great week and be good get ready to Vices in your life and be happier, healthier. Take care.